You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Inspiration is at the heart <laughs> of all creation. Spark a dream that we're meant to follow. You're listening to the Extra Magic Hour, brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and the Diz Insider. Join the team in the studio as they bring you the spirit of Disney through park news, history, and tips and tricks to make your Disney Parks vacation even more magical. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Extra Magic Hour, the first Extra Magic Hour of... Season four of Walt's Apartment Podcast. We got some fun, exciting Disney Parks news to talk about. Like I said, we're from Walt's Apartment Podcast, a Diz Insider. We are brought to you by Getaway Today, who is our awesome travel sponsor and designer park co for your traveling bags in the parks. Carry your water around, do all the fun stuff. We have a fun show planned. Um, a couple surprises, too. We got some excitement going on. Let's go around the room and say hey to everyone. I think I have to start off first because it's in the contract somewhere that I have to say <laughs> hello to the podcast princess. Sam, how are you? I'm good. I'm ready to get, let's get the ball going. Come let's on. Let's get the ball. So do, if that makes you the podcast princess, does that make Nicole the podcast queen? Uh, yes. Okay. So Nicole, the podcast queen, how are you? Hello. Oh. Hello um, there. Hello. Feels <laughs> very queen like. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, that's Holly. How are um, you? I'm doing so good. So good. Good, good, yeah. good. Yeah, we got lots of fun things. We got a couple new yeah. things to we're gonna dive into this this year for season four of uh, Extra Magic Hour. I forgot what show it was. Sorry, <laughs> Lou. How you doing, Lewis? I'm doing pretty good. I'm glad to be here. How about yourself? You know, it's uh, I'm excited because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Lie. I'm doing good. Thank you. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Um. A couple of years ago, we started Walt's Apartment Podcast, and then I got promoted at work and became the finance manager, which meant that the other finance manager who was here couldn't be part of the podcast anymore because we both had, we you know, we both had to be here and whatever. So I'm excited to announce that Tim, who is literally, I literally took his job, but he is my boss, who started Walt's Apartment Podcast with me and Chris and Amber and David is back. Tim, we finally have different days off now. So excited to have you back. I said, we're going to wait till season four. A few things happen. It lined up. Tim is back. How are you doing, buddy? Dude, I'm doing great. I couldn't be better. So I'm excited to be back on the show. And and we're we're glad to have you here. Tim is a huge Disney Parks um, fan as well. Um, We get a lot of crap at work because I have a, obviously, I have the Disney tattoo of of the Disneyland castle and the Matterhorn. Tim actually has a tattoo of um, the castle at Disney world, Walt Disney world. Um, oh, the tower, sick. the tower of terror 
um, going around there. Then the up house up at the top in color on his tattoo. So, yeah, this is hard to do with the camera, but he he went he went all out. I didn't go up my arm. Tim went all, all up. But yeah, we're we're Had definitely to go with the sleeve. That's badass. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, Thank Tim, you. tell us about you. Tell us why you like Disney, and then. I'm going to let each one of them ask you a question. You don't even know what they're going to ask you because I don't know. I didn't tell them either. So I don't even know what they're going to ask me. So just tell us about your love for Disney. I I know because your mom worked for Disney and stuff, but tell us what got you into Disney. So, you know, what did your mom do? You can't just drop that and then not tell us what she did. (laughs) So she worked at a couple of the restaurants at a park. She worked at the Jolly Holiday for a little bit. And then she worked at Korea Sandwich. So, huh? The Berea sandwich. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Old favorite. Yeah. But my my love for Disney just came from me as a kid. I grew up in Vegas. We were about three to four hours away from Disney. My, my parents loved Disney, so my mom would take us to Disneyland, just kind of do like a day trip or a weekend trip, uh, get away and go to the parks. And I've just loved it ever since. I've loved the movies, and just the park is so magical that you just, you have a great experience every single time you're there. I, I don't think I've ever had a bad experience at the parks. So. I'm not going to lie. It's fun to have someone that you work with. Like literally me and Tim are basically here with each other the most of anyone. And to always yeah. talk about, oh, you're going here. When are you going? I mean, we plan our vacations around each other's vacations. So we make sure that we can both make it to stuff. So it's, it's cool to have someone like that and talk about and has like the same kind of knowledge and excitement about everything that you do makes coming to work a little bit better. So um, I try. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but um, so I'm going to go around the room here. I want everyone to ask Tim just any kind of Disney question. I don't care if it's favorite drink, snack, whatever, whatever, you, whatever you guys have. So we'll start with the ladies. I'm going to go with this. The podcast queen can go there. Oh, Oh. okay. So if Disneyland is your home park, what made you decide the Walt Disney world castle on your arm? This fucking question. I've I've been asking this for a fucking year. (laughs) I show no judgment. I think because it's bigger. I want something smaller. It's definitely bigger. I love the parks in Florida. Like I love, I love Disneyland and I love Walt Disney World for completely different reasons. Tim's my new favorite. Yeah. (laughs) Disneyland is Walt's dream. It's his vision. It's everything he wanted in a park. Walt Disney World is four different parks that are all just super different and super fun. Animal Kingdom's great. You get to, you know, go on the safari and see all the animals. And then you've got Pandora. Are you trying? Like... Are you trying to get Sam in your pocket? Of, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think he has to anymore. I think it's done. <laughs> like, I don't even think this is fair. Okay, I don't even want to hear anymore. Just kidding. But that is why. It, was, it yeah. was so much fun when I went a couple years ago that I just had the time of my life going to Walt Disney World and seeing something new. And it was so huge. You just couldn't explore everything in one day. Uh, so for me... I have a new love for Walt Disney World. And what's so funny is I used to think I would hate Walt Disney World, that it was just too big. It's horrible. But when I went, it just my eyes got opened and I fell in love with it. So uh, that's why I decided to go with the Walt Disney Hollywood Tower of Terror, the castle, the Tree of Life and the uh, Spaceship Earth. So or Epcot Ball. So perfect. Yep. Solid answer. I like how that all circled back. Solid answer. 
Well, my favorite part about that was every time that he said Walt Disney World and he didn't say Disney World. So that that was well, he knows he knows the rules. Good. I do. I do. <laughs> it's important, but I love that you have the icons. So you said that you've never had a bad day at Disney. What would you say is your most magical moment that you've had at Disney? Is there something that stands out? So magical, I mean, yes, but there actually has been one time where it was kind of questionable at Disneyland. I did eat a hot dog at Coke Corner and I got sick off it. And my mom, it was actually at the time my mom worked for Disneyland. Uh oh. So she brought me to City Hall and they brought me to the little hospital that they have backstage. And I just remember sitting there so nauseous and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? So they gave me some like anti-nausea stuff. And and then I ended up getting some free passes to go on in the front of the lines, which was so awesome. But I never thought I would get sick at Disneyland. So everything's supposed to be perfect there. But that would be the one time where things were just crazy. Um, most magical time. I just have to say probably back when I was a kid going with my family all the time. I mean, it was magical because my mom was there and she loved Disney and just being able to share that passion with the parks, with my family and see them smile, laugh. That was probably my most favorite time. Awesome. Louis, how about you, buddy? answer. Solid. <laughs> so I have a comment real quick about Cole's question. I think it's real romantic. If you guys hold hands together, your arms represent the U.S. You got Disneyland on the opposite arm and Walt Disney World's cast on the opposite. It's like you guys were like... <laughs> okay, so we need... So I think we need Sean, a picture. I Tim right now. Yeah, reach... Other side. It's like your opposite Lean arms. over your bodies. There, there you go. go. Okay, Tim, go That's up. So Tim, go up. No, go up, Tim. You got to hold hands. His yeah. fireworks are way better than my fireworks. If though, you guys want to see, I got the hidden Mickey. They're not doing very good at this. If you guys want to see these tattoos, we'll head just, on over to Patreon. Join us on Patreon. We'll just take a picture them. together, holding hands at work. When you guys are yeah. work, and then we will post it yeah. on Patreon. We'll actually just put our hands. What's together the What's the painting where you touch fingers? You guys need that with the arms. Yeah. Yeah. We tighten it up. Yeah. All right. So my question, though, real simple, real easy. Bob Gurr, Tony Baxter. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Why would you do that to me? Oh, my gosh. I'd have to go with Bob Gurr. Mm. I'd have to go with Bob Gurr. <laughs> we know who is not his favorite now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just Why is Bob Gurr so your favorite? Iconic. He was back with Walt Disney, just creating, helping with the monorail and just mm. so many iconic things in Disneyland. To where you, when you look at these things, you think Bob Gurr. Like, yes, there are great things that Tony Baxter did, but I just think original Disney. But, for me, I just have a passion yeah. for it. So, Bob, Bob Gurr. That's a good story. You know great what? answer, Tim. Lou, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some food for your Tony Baxter conversation the next time it comes <laughs> up. Are you ready? Yeah. Society of Explorers and Adventures. Add that to the conversation yeah. because that's there's to, so much. That's supposed oh, to yeah. help. Oh, okay. uh, if you're cool, it does. Oh, okay, cool. Hold on, hold on. Uh, so, Tim, have you uh, have you heard of Undisputed? Has Sean talked about that? I don't think so. Uh. You got to you got to go back and hear our Undisputed episodes. It was the first one. That was the launch episode with Bob Gurr versus Tony Baxter. Oh, you get a chance to listen to it. Don't listen to it around Sean because I become biased about it. But listen to it. Yeah, yeah. He, he, already, he already gave you the right answer. It's fine. <laughs> All right, let's get one more question, Tim, from me. Who's your favorite? Two questions. Who's your favorite character? Aladdin. 
Sorry. I love Aladdin. And you, <laughs> Sam's like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a unique, solid bit. He's talking about Park's character, or no? Just- it's fun. I knew the answer because like we talked about this before, and I, I yeah. did the same thing Sam did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Aladdin's great. Like one of yeah. my favorite movies. But I just had like when people say their favorite character, I don't think I've ever heard anyone yeah, say I, Aladdin. No. no. Your favorite attraction? Oh my gosh. Disneyland or just pick one. I don't care where. Oh my gosh. Space uh, <laughs> Mountain. Okay, where? Which one? And Disneyland. <laughs> Nicole's just like well, <laughs> <laughs> well because that's like Sam's like Sam loves Space Mountain. And so I'm like, what is happening here? Now, yeah. now he loves Walt favorite. Disney World. I will wait an Walt hour Disney and a half. World. I don't care. I'll, I'm going on that ride no matter what. All right. So let's quick shout out. I want to thank our Patreons. And I'm going to do this because I was lazy and didn't bring up my um my list on the other side. Our Patreons are <laughs> Gordon, Tyler, Keith, Robin, Aiden, David, Marianne, my mom, and Jennifer. Thank you guys for being Patreons. And if you are a Patreon, you can come on and talk to us on Discord and see cool pictures and listen to us argue. Lewis has been asking us questions lately about like who would be what in different, you know, like Guardians of the Galaxy, who would be what character? Dude, that Guardians response from Jen was... She kind of hit it on the head. I mean, I'm... Jen really did. I'm definitely Star-Lord material, for sure. I'm definitely... I know. I called myself Star-Lord because I'm an attention whore, but it's fine. And then she said... And then she said... I think she said... um, Lewis, who did she say? Cole was Nebula because we had not... We adopted her into the show. And they adopted her into the team. I was Mantis because because I'm an empath. Right. And then I got Rocket because I fix things, break things, take things apart. David was Drax. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and jo- Joey was Groot and then Groot. Amber was Demora and then Amanda was also Nebula. Yeah, for sure. I joked that Josh would be Groot because instead of saying I am Groot, he says, Do I you like, like fun, fun facts? facts? Do you like fun facts? I like fun Just facts. Walking around, fun facts? Fun, fun facts. facts. Fun facts. We love you, Josh. Okay, let's get into the show. Uh, thank you to get away today and Design a Park Co. and Wearing the Park theme park scavenger hunt game. Basically, what we're going to do, we're going to talk some Disney Parks news. We'll let the ladies go first again. Sam, give us what you got for your Disney Parks news topic that we can talk about. I didn't ask you this week, Tim, because okay, so it was your on, first week back. So you can wow. just – I know. <laughs> and I didn't see you before. Sorry. So, so on – Sorry, Sam. Go ahead. Are you ready? <laughs> mm-hmm. So – Anyway. Our last episode of Extra Magic. She has a delay. To adjust this problem. She, wa- she wants a virtual slap. So, there we go. <laughs> so, on one of our last episodes of Extra Magic Hour, we talked about the after hours parties or after hour nights that were happening at Hollywood Studios and Epcot. The Hollywood Studio ones have been sold out every night. Um, the Epcot ones have not been selling out. So, they have only sold out twice since they've started running the Epcot after hours. Um, But there are still three dates left. So August 10th, 17th, and 24th. It is a less popular after hours event. I'm not sure exactly why more people are definitely gravitating towards Hollywood studios. Um, 
and that one's reaching capacity. But if you want to grab those after hours event tickets, there's still three nights available. That's crazy. And Oogie Boogie is sold out like in like four hours, but for, for like 25 different dates, but that still yeah. isn't sold out. That's crazy. Yeah. It, it has only um, been at capacity twice. Hmm. And that's the not so scary party, right? No, no, no. This is an after hours event. I wasn't listening to half what you said. I'm sorry. Wow. I know. I know. Take them out that's, again. That's why you just back, got kicked off the screen. Back in the corner. Yeah. I'll take care of Sean at work. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> just bury me in paperwork. There Tomorrow after the figure, it's just a bam. <laughs> yeah, they're going to take their hand holding picture and then he's going to like do an arm bar. That's right. Tim's a little guy though. So I'm a big guy. So I'll little guys have more adrenaline. Mm, that's true. He's kind of wiry. Well, it's that fight. It's that fight or flight response. Yeah, that's true. It kicks in, adrenaline kicks in, and then your ass gets kicked. It's fair. So, um, anyone have any any uh, comments on Sam's? You know, why is why is it not sell? Why does stuff not sell out at Walt Disney World like it does at Disneyland? Why well, is because so there's multiple after hours events. Mm-hmm. So there, it's happening at different parks. You're the odds of people paying when they've been in four different out of one of four different parks all day and then going to an app because like for you guys, you're a local park. Most of the people that are Disneyland. I was just going to say say that. No, so locals go to the the after hour. Yeah. Yeah. And, and imagine you've been on a plane all day or you've flown like all four of your kids and you've been in the park with them up in, in a park with them all day you really don't want to go to an after hours at the end of the night. It's that a, it's a tourist yeah. park. Okay. So, and then them having it offered at Hollywood studios and Epcot and it's not cheap. You're not going to, you're going to have to pick one or the other. So, and if you have kids with you, Epcot's probably not going to be your after hours park. Right. That's fair. Okay. Anyone else have- you could be in toy story land or you can be in galaxy's edge. Honestly, I think Walt Disney world would make their money if they were to like, Hey, for like the Mickey's, uh, booty you the after hours you don't make those after hours you just put those into those parks in the day and you charge like a 75 dollar premium for that day kind of like they already have their peak days where hey you're coming on that sunday well we're also doing this as well <laughs> and you bump it up 75 bucks i think they'd make their money back way more because you're there all day and it just transitions right. into but into i think that, that takes night. away from the experience from the well, event it, itself yeah from the yeah. event itself, but I mean, like we just shared, Walt Disney World is not a locals park. You're going there to get the all day experience. So, if yeah, you're but gonna... people will plan their vacations around holiday parties. They're not planning them around after hour events. Exactly. So if it's a holiday party all day, they're planning them around that. But then that Therefore, ruins the holiday party. You don't have the small size. You don't. You're standing in line way longer for meet and greets. The the ride times are much longer. You don't like the magic isn't there for the party. I don't think if you do it during the day when you have, if you, if I get what he's saying, but I would be kind of pissed if I wanted to come on a certain day and like, wait, I just spend $75 more if I want to be there that day. I mean, because this is happening. If they announce it a year in advance, like, Hey, these are what's, I mean, yeah. Okay. So what if that happens in the middle of your vacation? (laughs) Huh? What if that happens in the middle of your vacation? You have three other parks to go to. I say True, get the but... fuck over it and go to a different park. Yeah, you but don't you don't think it go... takes away from the magic of the Christmas party? No, I'm with I, you, Sam, think, though. I'm I, saying, I think like, it... it does take away from the magic. I think they should just keep it. And you but go to a different park. If it's not mm-hmm. selling out, I mean, we go back to the problem with Disney right now. 
Is it about business or is it about, you know, but the Christmas really... party and the Halloween party do sell out. Yeah. But those, what is this event? The... I'm sorry. Did I, I miss that? It's part just, of... it's just the parks open a little bit later at night. And oh, okay. see that right there, though, there, what, what, there's, there's no yeah. magic there. If it's just open later, there's no real magic. You can do that. Just extend well, the I park. Mean, yeah. I mean, they, they're, they're themed nights. Like there's a little bit that's Star different. Star Wars. There, and there's less. Night. And there's less people there. So you get full reign of whatever you're going to do. And you don't I have mean, to you could, you could definitely scale, scale back tickets being sold. I mean, that's what the reservation system's being for. So if they're going to, hey, we're going to do this and we're going to do it at an all-day event, they got this bogus-ass reservation system. I mean, utilize it for bogus what it's Bogus-ass. Ass. I want that it quoted. It is not bogus. I don't. Uh, you are such a hater on the reservation system. It's it. It's just go ahead and finish, Miguel. You got the carpet, buddy. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Walt Disney World. It ha- they have four parks. I mean, look at Oogie Boogie. I mean, I may plan a Sunday and then find out, damn, they close at seven because there's a party that ruins the magic for me. So I mean, if I want that premium, cool. But if they're not making their money back on it for putting that. Just make the after hours events a $75 premium, sell less tickets that day. You, you shouldn't know a year in advance. Obviously, we're learning that Disney isn't planning that far ahead because that's why the reservation calendar only goes out three months because they're not planning that far out. But I mean, if they would actually go back to what they used to do and be a year ahead, they would know, hey, that day we're going to cut tickets by 25%, charge a $75 premium, and we're going to give them more in the park. And then okay, you'll have them so- it as an extra event. Hold on. It is not because that shit is not planned out years and years. They're allowing only three months, so they have some control over it. So if they need to edit, if they need to cancel, if there's something that happens, look at the pandemic, what happened to poor Disneyland. Like, they're only having three months at a time, so it's manageable, and they can run their business, and they can change things up as we go. Like, I don't think we should start this tonight. Everything everything turns into undisputed now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Cole and Sam. I agree with you guys. No, you don't. And you don't have to. Don't lie to me. Don't lie. Don't lie. Moving on. No, I... Lewis says, I mean, I will, I will admire Lewis because Lewis has never wavered from his thoughts on that. And Nicole has never wavered from her thoughts on the same thing. So I, it's, we got to have both. Of, oh my God. I would just have both of you on Undisputed. I'll just sit back in with my popcorn. <laughs> and just, I love Oh gosh. I'll purposely says stuff to like get my boil blood. Like, oh, he does it to me now too. He knows what he's doing. He knows, he knows exactly what he's doing. I'm about to like literally spit fire he like says something that he knows like i'm in favor of and then right. i'm like okay you're so right he told it it's fine it's fine everything's fine all right let's move on to our next story let's go with louis what do you have oh all right so my story <laughs> speaking of holidays i'm gonna argue um, right now let's go let's go now, let's for, for disneyland i i don't know about walt disney world i, I didn't do much research on that one but for Disneyland, the best season, the only season that should matter in Disneyland starts September 1st, and that is the Halloween season. Kicks off September 1st. Haunted Mansion uh, reopened as the Nightmare Before Christmas version on September 1st. 
Um, but also there's a lot of cool little Easter eggs for Halloween that I think a lot of average fans, and I say average fans, ones that are going for all the magic and they miss sometimes the little bit of magic that Disney does. So I want to share a couple of them. Obviously, a few of the big ones, you got the Halloween pumpkin at the beginning of Main Street. Mm-hmm. But other Halloween things, it is rumored, I saw a X, I, I guess that's what it's called now, X, um, <laughs> come out on Twitter, come out, Twitter, Twitter, and X, I forgot the guy's that. name. It's not Gustin, but rumor is the Cadaver Dans are coming back to the Rivers of America. That's cool. Because they're doing the Riverboat show because obviously Fantasmic is down. Right. The rumor has it the Cadaver Dance are not going to be in the balcony where Club 33 is, that they'll be back on the Rivers of America. I hope so. I think Cadaver Dance is probably one of the better sets of the Dapper Dance besides the traditional Main Street one they do. Um, But I think it's the better. Uh, Also in Frontierland, there's the pumpkin tree. I'm sure all of us here know what the pumpkin tree is, but there is the pumpkin tree. Oh, so the pumpkin tree in in Frontierland. I only saw it for the first time last year. It's 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 awesome. Yeah, so it's a it's a it's a tree they mildly decorate during Halloween time. And so when you're walking to Frontierland, there is a tree opposite of the shooting range. And at nighttime, you'll see it lit up with like orange lights and stuff That's like really that. Cool. And it's called the pumpkin tree. Um, also, too, a meet and greet that I think sometimes fans miss because it's so tucked away is the Jack and Sally meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Um Right by the exit of Pirates of the Caribbean. Don't miss that. Weird a lot spot of for it. That's such a weird spot for that. I, I get it, it looks cool, but it, the haunted mansion is literally like 100 feet away. Why not have it closer to there? You know, but I agree it's with called you. the I, Halloween I, tree, not the pumpkin tree. Oh, the Halloween tree. That was called the pumpkin tree. I've always called. Yeah, it that. and it's it's based off the book of Ray Bradbury from 1972. If you haven't read the book, it's really good. Nice. So, yeah, those are just a few of them. Uh, and then, obviously, DCA is just <laughs> flooded with uh, Halloween it's stuff. The Headless Horseman, the, the fireworks show, the Halloween fireworks show comes back. Uh, so, yeah, there's definitely a lot of cool stuff. One of my favorite spots, and I'm going to bring up for Sam, I'll bring up Walt Disney World. But for everybody else, I'll go to Disneyland. My favorite thing on the Halloween season, outside of the Mickey Pumpkin, I think, it's Cars Land during Halloween time. I think Cars Land during Halloween is themed probably the best. Mm-hmm. But going around, starting with Cole, what's your favorite spot or area or even attraction during the Halloween season at Disneyland? Um, Disneyland, it would have to be the iconic pumpkin. And then as far as Cars or DC, I'd have to agree with you. Cars Land is like, top notch like so so good even down to like their decorations on the combs and all of the cars are decorated all the garland definitely definitely agree with you nice sam walt disney world halloween theme what's your favorite spot uh probably main street i love how quickly it changes overnight i love the mickey pumpkin wreaths those are the cutest thing in the world they're my favorite thing to look at and then um in the entrance way where they change the flowers to be the Mickey pumpkin head. All right. Tim. I know this is going to sound very cliche, but the haunted mansion. I love it. Yeah. That's my kid's favorite. When Jackson town. Which one? Disney Walt Disney world or Disneyland? The Disneyland one. And I love it, especially when you go to the side of the house 
Um, before you go in front and you have the pumpkin sitting up there by right where the railroad tracks are. I love that area. And I love the music box uh, song that plays on the outside. It's kind of eerie. I just, I actually like that version, I think, a lot better than the original Haunted Mansion. I, I, I if the sentimental factor of my kids absolutely loving that ride. Yeah. I would agree with you because Rue, he's my uh, middle child. He'll sit there when we when we went when they extended Nightmare Before Christmas because he was sad because we didn't get to ride it one more time. They extended it this last past year, so we went and I was like, "That's it, dude. Jack's going home." And he's like, "Oh." So while we're on the ride, the one animatronic you see of Jack, he's saying bye to Jack. He's showing uh-huh. off his shirt. Rue is a Nightmare fan, so he loves that movie. So because of my kids, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. There you go. Sean. Um. Like I said, last year is the first time I, I was able to see it for Halloween. I'm not gonna. I think when you walk into DCA, just all that purple. I mean, I mean, purple. I think is like one of the. Oh, cool and the bats. Yeah, the yeah, the bat. Yeah, the bats. I got bats at work, and it's the craziest yeah, you thing do. ever. And it's, it's, <laughs> Don't be a puss. No, it's still right there. I can look out my window you, and see it. Screw that. Thing. Still there? Yeah. I love it. No. I, now I it's love that high. DCA does purple, and I think it looks so cool. Disneyland does orange. It's like that contrasting colors. That's it's it's really. I the think purple, purple and black. I think are like are like two of the uh, two of the coolest colors like mixed together. I think they're just you know. I mean, the red and black is my favorite, but purple and black, especially like at DCA, when you walk in and everything's purple, like Cole said, the bats and everything like that. That you have the headless horseman right there. Which, it's just cool. I think what they do, what they do in that park. That's do just, they do like a light show on the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, it's it's different. Do, uh, it's, uh, monsters, it's, monsters unleashed. They do yes. a monsters yeah. like after dark thing, and then they also do. Um, oh, what, what else was I going to say? <laughs> completely spaced it but um obviously the big pumpkin the big mickey pumpkin at the end of main street's cool that was pretty cool yeah. to see last year um yeah so reminds I will, me of halloween town yeah yeah I'm, the, I'm, and I'm, tim honestly like men, lewis mentioned it i'm sorry what's the halloween tree we don't want to mess that up but um, <laughs> okay, Drew, um she's not here. you're good uh, she's listening she has her I, guarantee headphones you, in. I guarantee you she's listening <laughs> so good. um but um she can hear you that's pretty badass <laughs> if you want to see Nicole's response, make sure you join Patreon. Uh, and you just missed the show. I don't know if you saw that. She What's came that? in like Doc Holiday. Oh, all right. Fair enough. All right. So, my story, really quick. We talked about Undisputed a decent amount of time, which just came out today because someone forgot to put the show out last week. But Undisputed is out now. Um, you can now drink at at the park. Um, you can now drink at Speaking Disneyland. Of- Cheers. Carnation Cafe, Riverbell Terrace, and um, <laughs> Cheers Cafe Orleans will now, on June 12th, will start serving beer, wine, and specialty cocktails. Some of the new options will include a Bloody Mary, a Wild Berry Mule, and a Peach Pie Margarita. I am not even a margarita person, but that sounds really good. Is There you go. Margaritas all day long. But, um, Real quick, I don't want to get into it because if you want to listen to a long argument about drinking at the park, you can listen. It was to also Sam's first episode of Undisputed. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Tim, do you think it's it's necessary to have alcohol served at, at, at Disneyland besides like Olga's Cantina? I think so. Yeah, because I think 
I think what Disney's trying to do is not just make it all about the kids. They want to make it an experience for the entire family. So if the adults want to be able to have fun and be able to think that there's things for them to do, I think that alcohol does cater to their needs and them to have fun as well as their kids have fun as well. So I, I agree with it. I mean, I don't drink myself. I don't drink at all. But I, I do think it's great that they do have that there for the people that do want to have fun and drink. So if you can't have fun without alcohol, then you have a problem. You do not need alcohol in the park. No, I I can see it. I can see it. But but there are times when you have been with cranky kids all day and you want to sit down and have a drink with dinner. Yeah. So true. Yeah. My thought on it is. Instead of, I don't know. But like we've we've made the point that they're drinking, they're drinking other places anyways. And if you think people are sneaking alcohol into the park anyways, like. I know. If they live there locally too, and they're going to the parks, I mean, maybe they just feel like they want to meet up and go have drinks with a friend or something. They should yeah. be able to so do that true. in Disneyland. Yeah. So I, 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 mean, a, I see both ways, but I, I think it's great that they offer it. So yeah. I made a good point, you know, on our on undisputed. Don't be stupid. Don't drink too much to where yep. you hit. And, and, and if you are, you're permanently kicked out. That's if what I you, say. If you draw yeah. attention if, to if yourself, you do something stupid, stupid, you're permanently banned from the park. Yeah. That's that's on I, you. Be be responsible. And so, not just one park, all parks. You're done. Yeah, absolutely. You're done. You're, it, it, yeah. For life. yeah. Louis, what do you think, buddy? For revenue, I think it's a good idea. Um, I've read more into it. I don't think it's that bad of an idea. I'm still against Main Street restaurants having alcohol. But, I mean, revenue-wise and the regulations they're putting on it, if they stick to them, because obviously DCA was going to stick to them and they have it now, as long as they stick to the game plan that they plan on using on how to introduce alcohol, enjoy alcohol with your dinner, and then enjoy the rest of the park. I think it's a solid idea for revenue for the park. The only part I disagree with, I think Main Street, since it's the only way in and out of the park, I think Main Street should be left alone. So it gives you that first uh, interaction with Disney, and it doesn't really ruin or cause any risk for any one person. But overall, for revenue and the way they're going about it, I think it's a, a solid idea. I agree with that. Yeah. I. And I thought I thought about what you said about Main Street, but I love Carnation Cafe. And I, I mean, I'm not an alcoholic, but I, but like, like Tim said, if you want to be there with some friends and have a couple, have a drink or two, do it. But I, I get Lewis where you're coming from as well, too, more than I did when we recorded last week. So I, I see both sides of it, you know. So it's it's a back and forth kind of thing, you know. It is very it is very unique the approach they're taking on it, though. They're um, not. You can't just go in the restaurants, those restaurants, and order just drinks. It's got to be uh, supported with your meal. And, and you can't it. leave, which I think is nice. You can't walk around with it, which I think is – Yeah, you can't I, leave. I, I, it's, it's only a two-drink max, maximum, too. So I think Disney's taking all the precautions to make sure that it's healthy, fun, and really allowing adult-like magic in the park. So mm-hmm. overall, I'm for it. Just minor little things I don't like, but I think it's still a solid idea for them. Right. Yep. And Cole, you 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 you're kind of wavering. You can I heard you kind of back and forth there. Well, the Carnation Cafe to me, like I remember being a little tiny girl and eating pancakes, mm-hmm. and my parents telling me I was Snow White because the birds were like coming down and sitting on our table, and they I was feeding, which is so gross, but I was like feeding the birds my pancakes. 
And then I don't want like, yeah, like, so, I mean, I get it. Like, and I understand that that's that's it, but I don't know. Part of, I, I, I think I just see, um, maybe a little bit different due to like the work that I do. And I just see what, how alcohol can even to drink can be not so great. And have I wanted to enjoy adult beverage in the park? Absolutely. I'm not saying, I mean, I was kidding when I was saying all that earlier, but like, I, 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 it's just really nice to be able to go, Oh, it's really nice to be able to go one place that doesn't have alcohol. Hey, hi, Ernie. That's Ernie. Aww. Where's Holly? Um, Holly somewhere. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Wait, what kind of dog is Ernie? He's a mini poodle. Mini poodle. With a lot of attitude. We have Ernie. We have <laughs> Jingles, right? Jingles. Jingles. Jingles is my dog. And we have Holly. You have any dogs? You have any animals, Lewis? <laughs> I also uh, have yeah. a cat and a rabbit. Oh. Aw. Eliza and Coco. Her name's Mittens, but she's not uh, screen ready. She's in a box in our hut. <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> I I used to have four dogs, but now I don't. Lewis, your humor right now, <laughs> bud. <you> All right. <laughs> so let's move on. Cole, talk to us about – you want to talk about Halloween as well. So talk, tell us about the Halloween merch coming out. And it's all well, – I have like a, year, Disney, right? a Disney park. You, I have that first. Okay. You skipped me. <laughs> Um, I just want to say, I'm sorry for your loss for mittens. Everybody was going around giving like Disney stuff, right? We are. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have stuff to talk about. Okay. So, first of all, moving like Lewis mentioned, um, Halloween, um, the holidays, the other holidays, uh, start November 10th through the 7th. Why is everyone laughing? He's literally gone. This happens every time I start to talk and say something. That's because he just All told you guys his laughing. dead dog wasn't screen ready and nobody reacted. I understood. I just let it go. I, I got what he was saying. Yeah, it's in a box. Okay. Get- oh, my face hurts. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna address that more than he did. He said his dog's dead. But he I was. It. He was dying laughing about it. Like because we know Lewis and how he copes, but. I couldn't breathe. So he's off camera dying right now. He literally is off camera dying. Should we check on him? He'll be fine. He'll be back. He'll he's come a big back. boy. He's got it. Yeah. All right. Hit us with your, your stuff, Cole. Uh, so, yeah. The holidays for... <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you okay? You feeling good? Thumbs up. Okay. Nice work, That's good. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, the holiday for the fifth time starts November 10th, goes through the 7th. Um, and then Wondrous Journey, the last day to view it, is August 31st. Everyone is cracking up. No one's listening. Move on to somebody else. This happens August 31st, time. Nicole. August 31st. Yeah. I'm totally no, paying attention. Somebody else go. I'm done. I'm going to mute myself. No, no, no. August no. 31st. Keep going. Come back. Come back. <laughs> no. I like your straw, Nicole. No one talk till she talks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. Oh, look. He's coming back. He's all better I'm now. I'm back. I'm back. That's my bad. Okay. That's okay. Uh, now I someone else 
show because I I'm just you're the last I one. No, no, I I, I didn't get to hear it because I was dying over your dead dog. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. Here we go. <laughs> uh, hey, it's your fault this time. All right, I'm good. I gotta put my on. She's snorting. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> this is why you need. Oh, Lewis went off screen again. What the fuck? This is what happens. Okay. <clears throat> August 31st. Yeah. So, Wondrous Journey, August 31st is the last day. September 1st starts. Uh, uh, Halloween, so mm-hmm. very, very exciting. Uh, the Halloween merch. What do you guys feel about the pumpkin? Like, what that the big like, one, the bright colors, and like sketched. Like, the you I, know, how each year they do it like just a little tiny difference, right? Yeah, so this year it's a, like black with the neon color. Um, let me see if I can find like a bigger picture of it. I think this year's colorway for Halloween. It's probably one of my favorites. It has a very, they're really, like that line between adult Halloween and kid Halloween mm-hmm. is really, they're really walking that line. And I think the, the the Fab Five, the way they look this year, is really cool. I like the graphics. There's that Donald T where he's like dressed up as like the devil with like a bleach. This one, that's what I was going to show you. That Hold shirt on. right I'm there, if I can find that in 3X, I'm grabbing it. Um, it's very here. I literally was gonna ask you guys about it. Oh, damn, yeah, that's cool. thing is hard. No, yeah, I love, I love it. Oh, that is really cool. I haven't seen that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a really good one. I'm not a fan of like the pumpkin itself. Um, I do agree with Lewis. Like, here's this one that I'll show you. Um, I like the adult type style that they're doing this year um with a like the donald duck shirt and like some of the other things but as far as the sketch i really don't know how i feel about it can you guys see it hmm. um that is kind of weird it's a weird i mean like, it, i don't like that's on an orange shirt i don't like or on an orange no and that's just on the um that's just on the, the sketch jersey. Oh. And so I just pulled it up off of that. But it's like on the cross. It's I'm on not sure. I like um, it. the ears. It's on it like a bunch reminds of, me of like, you know, like the rainbow boards that kids can draw on. Yeah. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. yeah. And it doesn't. I, don't, I feel well, like it should have been executed better. Well, that I think there's like two pumpkins on the Halloween merch because there's the pin of like the official pumpkin of, of Disneyland for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And that one looks rad, but it looks different to the one Cole just shared. Right. But the, the one Cole just way- showed, I think, I think would make a cute pin, but as far as putting it on clothing. That'd be a cool pin. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Cool another pin. clothing shirt. Yeah, see, I think that one translates better a than lot, the, the jersey. Yeah. I don't like that one either. Hmm. I'm just not a fan. I like a, I'm more of a classic pumpkin. Yeah. I don't know, but I do like some of the adult. Um, I love the two. I like the things. first one better. That one looks scary as hell. That's yeah. Um, they, Tim, right? <laughs> so the um, large Disney pumpkin, it's like $74.99, went back on sale the other day. I was one of the few to get two of them. 
I got mine at 801 and they were completely sold out by 803. Jeez. So people, and this is a pumpkin from last year that people went crazy over and couldn't right. get. And now they have a mini version and it oh, literally really? looks, I, yes, I want my hands on that one too. He's like 25 bucks and he literally looks just like the downtown or um, the main street pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Just amazing. And he's like a little bit smaller and those went on sale today. I think they did like another. Yeah, today, this morning. So I don't know if they sold out or not, but they were going to do like another round. So mm-hmm. people are still going quite crazy over these, you know, all the fun oh, for sure. stuff. Um, they also have some new Crocs out that um, are not Disney, or not, I'm sorry, not Halloween, but people are going absolutely nuts over them. And they're just like, a, oh, here's the big pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have um, a little one. Um, I don't see the little one yet. I'll show you. Um, but they have the Crocs and they're like either white or black. Hmm. So they're okay. just like simple. This is off of Disney Hype Beast. Disney Hype Beast is probably one of the best Instagrams to give you like information and like what's They stuff literally coming, make me poor. Here's the black pair for all my friends. Who love make you the poor. Disney merch. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So yep. good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so a lot of people like they they've got some really cool like um, Jedi stuff that have come out. Some um, uh, I lost my train of thought, but anyways, they they've got some good things out, and they've obviously done the magic bands to go with it. Um, they've got some new like zero stuff that's out, and some like Nightmare Before Christmas merch. Which I'm kind of excited about. So, have yeah, they have the some good. Oogie Boogie Nutcracker? What? What? They got an Oogie Boogie Nutcracker and a Behemoth one. Behemoth, I love Behemoth. They got Behemoth and Oogie Boogie as Nutcrackers for the holiday, Halloween season right now. How did and I those... miss that? Wait, hold on. Nope. Let me see. I mean, those no, things are rad good. looking. I see the plush, but I haven't seen um, the Nutcracker. Can you see if you can pull it up? Yeah, I'll see the pull up right now. Um, I I'm a big Nutcracker fan, and I every year they have like different ones. Oh yeah, there you go. Tim's got it. Nice. Oh, that's cool. That is super cool. I want this so bad. That is pretty cool. Yeah, he's so cool. The only thing I've heard about it though is it's more for looks than actually. I mean, I don't think anyone actually uses those for Nutcracker anymore. But um, they have him and they have Behemoth. That is, is are the you guy funny? Um, I'm losing my train of thought. Here, I'll pull up Behemoth. Cole, do you Day still need to be, be gone by 8.30? I just want to make sure. Are you? Okay. I'll hang up if I need to be. It should be fine. Well, we have your other thing, so I don't know if you want to talk about that, too, about the travel stuff. Mm. I can talk a little bit about that way. Yeah, so real quick, you, you talked about um, August 31st. So here's, let me bring this up real quick. Lewis has this. <gasps> How cool. Oh, let me see, I get oh, a better picture. Hold on. You turn it sideways a little bit. The offset. I'm trying to get it like, focused. Not on me on cool. that. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there you, oh, there you go. Oh, wow, yeah, that's cool good. too. And uh, 65 bucks seems to be like the going... They're well, I think great. 65 and 75 is like that borderline where you're making enough money, but it's also not expensive enough. Or you were like, no, I don't want, 
all that um the Walt Disney like the the water tower, all like the vintage looking little like uh early 1920s Disney stuff that they were doing, the eras I think it was called. That stuff was reasonably priced and it sold out. The all the Walt Disney Studios like OG stuff. Yeah. That's um, so cool. So August 31st is the end of is the end of basically summertime. We go into fall on and on and Halloween on, on September 1st. What is happening with you August 31st, Cole? I am going to um, hang out with Getaway today. Yes. And we are going to do some very cool um, hotel tours and a little reception dinner. And then we're heading to the park to go see the last um, showing of the Wondrous Journey. And then on September 1st, we're all meeting together and we are going to celebrate the first day of Halloween. There you go. Yeah, so we're we love getaway today. They're the that. best. So I want to do yeah, a quick. I want to take a quick excited. getaway today break, and I want to play our spot. We'll come back. We'll flip around the Imagineering and the travel in case Cole has to go. We'll let Cole talk about her travel tips, and then we'll get going. So we'll be right back in just a couple minutes after we learn about getaway today. Well, hello and welcome to Let's Get to Know Our Sponsor. Getaway Today has been helping Disney vacation dreams come true since 1990. Whether you choose to visit the happiest place on earth or travel to Orlando and beyond, they want to help you. Need to know the best hotel in the area? What theme park tickets should you buy? Have a last minute change? No worries. Their travel experts are always here to help. Want to book a cruise and don't know where to start? Hey, they can help with that too. They will help you find the perfect cruise for your vacation, whether it is your first time or you're a well-seasoned cruiser. When you book your cruise with one of the Getaway Today's experts, you will have a dedicated agent to help you every step of the way. They take care of the details so you can have the most fun. Getaway Today has layway, peace of mind travel, allowing you to cancel or make changes up to 72 hours in advance. You will always have the most up-to-date vacation information, both pre-arrival and upon your welcome. Getaway Today will guarantee the best prices with no hidden fees. And every time you book through Getaway Today, they will donate a portion back to a charitable organization in your area. And so far, over $4.5 million has been donated. So click the link in our show notes to start your Disney vacation planning for more information and the best deals. Tell them Walt's apartment sent you. And until next time, enjoy the view from Walt's apartment. Well, that was perfect. Look at that. We're back. We're back. We're back. Getaway today is awesome. Like I'd mentioned before, they take care of us when we go down they're the best we love them nicole's working on some stuff with kim from getaway today to get her back on coffee with cole as well so getaway today we love them they're the best get you some getaway today um let's flip around here nicole let's talk about uh, i want to we're going to start doing travel tips again and i just want you to give us a couple a couple of your favorite kind of or whatever you want to discuss I, we haven't really we just talked about this like an hour ago what i want you to do so go ahead and give me give us what you got so so I actually have some travel tips from Getaway Today. Um, if you go to getawaytoday.com, they have a Getaway Today blog 
that takes you through um like different tips and tricks. A lot of what's on their blog right now is Walt Disney World because it's definitely like vacation season, even though I would not want to go to Florida in July, August, but that's when a lot of kids are out of school and can go. Um, so they have a lot of tips and tricks um, up on their website about or on their blog. They also have some really great cruise things. But one thing I noticed is they have a virtual like for each ride for like Walt Disney World and Disneyland they have a queue like they talk about the best way to get into each queue timing and how to go about oh Tim's hungry <laughs> you're on mute Tim we sorry <laughs> I just did cool gosh cool um, so anyway, so they have some really great virtual queue tips on there. Uh -huh. um, and something else that they just posted is the top, I think it's top 10, but I'm just going to talk about the top three. Okay. Um, most romantic hotels near Disneyland. And I thought that this was kind of fun because when I go to Disneyland, I'm not necessarily thinking about romantic but i when they when i read it i do think about these things when i do go right. so their number one can anyone take a guess what their number one hotel is for disneyland not disney World, so on disney property World. or off property can you... um the top two are on property the the number three one is not on number property. one would be the grand californian i think yeah so yeah. number one is the Grand Californian. Yeah. And it pretty much just talks about like the reasons why and because you can book a spa treatment, sure. the fireplaces, yada, yada, yada. Number two is the Disneyland Hotel. And that is such a classic. Like right. they talk about it being romantic for whatever reason they use those words. But the like headboards, how they light up and yeah. you've got the fireworks and they sing. And so that's like super fun. Um, I am... A a Disneyland hotel sucker. Like I like Trader Sam's being right there. I like how you can sit outside by the pool area. Mm -hmm. I love how each one of the Disneyland hotel towers has like a um, kind of a lounge or like a lobby area. Right. So when you're meeting up with big groups of people or especially as adults, you're not going to each other's hotel rooms. You're able to sit out and you know, take a snack or have some drinks or whatever you decide to do, but you can do it inside those hotel lobbies or outside. Mm -hmm. So I really, really like number that. three. I, I, I th like you said, I think we should all guess because um, yeah. I'm, no, I'm really fine. curious. Um, mm -hmm. Sam, unfortunately, I'm sorry. You've never been there. So you're not sure. But um, Louie, what do you think that the off property, most romantic hotel would be? Tim, think about this as well. Okay. It's hard because there's so many, hotels outside that can be i'm gonna go i'm gonna go howard johnson okay but if it's not the howard johnson i'm gonna go the anaheim hotel um that's right there i know but i'm gonna go with howard johnson as a third i'm gonna go since getaway today put this list out i'm gonna say the weston tim what do you think uh, I'm probably going to say the most romantic. Yeah. I know. It's kind of a funny word. It's a weird question to ask yeah. for Disneyland. I, What's the one yeah. that's a castle? Oh, oh that's, a good, that's a good yeah, guess. Harbor Boulevard. 
So that one is the Castle Inn and Suites. Mm-hmm. Let's do that and, one. And and that is very cool because that is the only hotel that remains a local family owned and was able to keep on their entire stock throughout the pandemic. Wow. And that staircase, the now an adult, his grandfather made the staircase that's inside that lobby area and he talked about being a little boy and that that staircase being being built so very cool good guess on that one that's cool yeah so it's actually the jw marriott really yeah so and I get, like, they talk about um, the oversight. I'm, I'm going to say those JW Marriott's just hit different because I have they stayed in them in multiple states. They are nice. They are my favorite oh. hotels. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my um, good friends um, that I, I've traveled with her one time, but her and I, like, share, like, very similar um, likes when we travel. And her and her cousin and her family member always stay at the JW Marriott and they have Marriott points and whatever have you. But um, they talk about for their large oversized tubs, which I guess if you've been walking all day and you're doing that 30,000 steps, you want the tub. Um, they talk about the rooftop bar. They talk about um, like the garden area. And yeah. that's nice if you're there for an extended amount of time or say that you go on a night that has oogie boogie, right? And then you Disneyland is too crazy and you want to bounce and go back to the hotel early. If you choose one of these places, you're still having an experience. You're still vacationing. Whereas, you know, some of the other mom and pop shops, you may not have that, that spot to just lounge. And it makes it all the better if you if you don't have Oogie Boogie tickets, for example, and you don't want to go back into Disneyland because it's too busy and you have little, you can take the little back and you still have enough space within the hotel room and mm-hmm. usually have a balcony or somewhat of a view of sorts. So um, although I'm not sure um, how I feel about the word like romantic about it, but I definitely agree with their amenities. I get um, and, that, yeah. Yeah. Just to let you know, Sean, the Westin is actually number four. I just thought because I know it's I think it's the um the the the, the one that's the most expensive after the two after the Disney hotels. I, I, yeah. I thought I thought getaway back, hey, let's make it say that. But and the Viv is on here. I've, yeah. Um, I, the regular I, Anaheim is on there? Sheraton. Um airs um I don't know. No, yeah. element and Element does have like a lot of great, um, they're a very kid and family friendly yeah. hotel as far as like the bunk beds, the chargers, the bathroom setup, the kitchen, yeah. those sort of things. So, Sam's right um, though. I mean, the Marriott's though. I mean, there's a, the, the Marriott in Portland. Holy crap. It's so cool. It's like by right yeah. there by the airport. It's just like, it's got like vines and stuff in it, like in the lobby and like a river going through. Yeah, it and it shit. It's, yeah Marriott doesn't screw around for sure. No, Who's the one no. That waffles? What's that? What's the hotel that like does waffles in the morning? A lot of them do. <laughs> um, no, there's like there's like one that advertises no. that way. Uh, yes, and waffles? they do the Mickey waffles and um. Oh, no, Mickey a waffles. Tour with, oh, so one of the hotels that Brianna and I had toured, you walk into their kitchen area down like in the lobby area, and it has like fifteen Mickey 
like industrial Mickey waffle makers, and you just go the, and you flip. Is that the Sheraton? No, no. Okay. Um, There's a hotel I'll, that I'll have I have to look it up. I've always went to, and like they always serve waffles in the morning. They have like the full blown old school makers where you flip them. I'm like, and I, 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 I those I, hotels. Most, a lot of hotels do that, bud. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've stayed some, three continental breakfast. Yep. I've stayed in some pretty bad hotels. I mean, D twenty three, the hotel I stayed at. Lewis <laughs> <laughs> was telling us about his hotel. Yeah, I'm pretty Lewis sure the hotel. And Joey was, almost died at the hotels that they stayed at. Yeah, the, the one that I stayed at, I'm pretty sure it was curtains used as blankets for the bed. <laughs> and um, it was it was also kind of sad because like I went in the bathroom and it, it's not graphic at all, but like. There's like little kids stickers in the back of the door, so like you knew it was someone's like long term residence. And I'm like, I really yeah. don't like this anymore. Like this is uncomfortable, and like it was sad, but at the same time, the hospitality of the stuff in there. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is a curtain from the the wall that's now All a blanket. Right. <laughs> Tim, where do you stay when you go down? Um, well, I've stayed at a few places. I've stayed at. I usually stayed at the DoubleTree by Hilton. Mm-hmm. It's on Harbor Boulevard. It's it's probably maybe like five blocks away from Disneyland. That's probably one of my favorite hotels to stay at, but I've stayed at a few. Um, my The one that I think I hated the most staying at was the Motel 6 main gate. There, oh. The license elevator for the operation was two years expired, and that elevator would just randomly stop, and then it would just start going again, and I would get so freaked out. That was like the worst hotel to stay. Was in. it cheap though? Yeah, it was like fifty bucks. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Cole, any more travel tips, travel advice, travel things, or you want to touch more next time? No, we'll do it next time. I just wanted to let yeah. you guys know kind of what's on Getaway Today's site, and they do have a really great blog. So if you're you know kind of new to the Disney family or you're traveling, say maybe not to your home park, they have yeah. some great tips to kind of get you started because you can easily go down the rabbit hole and easily purchase a million dollars in an unnecessary sure. thing sure. and yeah. stay at a hotel that may be the finest, but not the best. So getaway today definitely um, kind of keeps you on track and on, on the Disney right. road that you need to go on without, you know, breaking the bank and going, trying to keep up with the Joneses sure. per se. Um, they just keep you focused. So no, well, we, that's all I have. Me and Nicole had a conversation today about her role moving forward with 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 the Waltz Apartment podcast. She's going to be like our travel guru and help us out with like traveling. She's really tied with everyone at Getaway Today. So to be able to bring that stuff, talk about Getaway Today, we love them so much. They're helping us out. They're helping out. You know, we you know we talked about my birthday trip and stuff. They're giving us a hotel room to go. So they're awesome. So we love them. So, but um, she's going to help us out with travel tips, travel things, different things. You know. Tip, tips in the park stuff that i like when we talked about this show i wanted this show to be more about like like sam says information tips and you know what she says in the opening we that's what we want it to be now is more just giving you information about the parks and that's going to be our focus for this show because that's why there's five of us here we all love the freaking theme parks and we're going to talk about them we have sam who goes to walt disney world and Tim obviously is a big Walt Disney World guy too now. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, it's, that's what that's what's coming in the future. More stuff to help you enjoy. Just like Sam, like I said, like she says in the thing, help you enjoy your time in the park. So, yeah, thank, Most thank, definitely. thank you, Cole. I appreciate that. 
And then we yes. want to hit up, we want to finish up with, or did you have more? I'm sorry. No, I'm actually going to leave and I'm sorry, Sam, I can't stay for your little tidbit, okay, but um, calls, and um, I am a little behind on um, a project, so I got to get it finished. Cool. Well, thank you so much. You do, you. We'll Bye, guys. See you later. Bye, Cole. Bye, Cole. Bye. All right, Bye, are, you, are you ready for some Imagineering stuff? Let's talk about it. Let's talk no, about some Imagineering stuff. You stop it. I will not let you do that to her. All right. Bobger. No. Close your eyes. Bobger. Close your eyes. Are you ready? All of us? Imagine you're traveling by car on a long road trip. The road stretches out ahead of you into wide open landscape. In the distance, you see a range of tall mountains. As Then you start seeing trees and telephone poles whizzing past you. How does Disney... How did Disney Studios do Walt Disney World? Walt Disney Studios. I can't even talk right now. How did Walt Disney Studios? I was watching Sean VL Zen. Well, I, told um, you, I thought that's what we're doing. We're like, no, sh- I'm not doing a guided meditation, sir. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to get to the point. <laughs> Grandma Ruby? Did- Grandma Ruby? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're seeing all of this awesome scenery moving closer towards you, right? As you're driving through it. How did Walt Disney Studios start that in film? Do you know what tool they used? The uh, the what's that big ass freaking camera, that plane, the four plane, the multi plane camera, the multi plane. Yeah, nope. That thing's huge. It's it. It's at the. It's at the museum. You're ruining my feature right now. You just asked. I was, I was about to say where it was. If you wanted to see it, I just wanted you to say multi plane camera. Asked. I just wanted you to say multi plane camera, Sean. Multi plane camera, Sean. Okay, so Walt Disney Studios technician Bill Garrity, not our Bill Garrity <laughs> from <laughs> Airbnb podcast. That's right. But different Bill Garrity. I knew he did something for Disney. <laughs> developed the multiplane camera um, when Disney was experimenting with new types of media and how to create media. So the camera created the illusion of depth, which made animated films look more interesting and realistic and not flat. It was first used as an experiment in the production of Silly Symphony, The Old Mill, in 1937. Uh, The innovative use of the multiplane camera was recognized in 1938 when Walt Disney Studios received a Scientific and Engineering Academy Award for its development. And in the same year, The Old Mill, again from Silly Symphony, won the Academy Award for Best Animated Short Subject. So the technology started bringing awards to the company. The way that it works is that the field of view is split into four, like four different levels, three, four different levels, depending on whatever you're looking at. And the things that are further away are in one level. Then you have the things that are up close and the things that are in the middle. Um, background, foreground, all of those pieces are on different lenses. And as you are moving through the camera and things are getting closer, they just move the lens up or move it further away if they're trying to make it look further away. Uh, it was super innovative for its time. Yes, that's all I really have for today. Try, Sean, I can't hear you. So It's really cool, and it's really, really big. Where can you find it, Sean? A Walt Disney Family Museum in mm-hmm. the Presidio in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. I mean, it's so big, like, when you're, like, walking down the stairs. Into, isn't it? That's, it's that big, right, Lou? It's it's yeah, like so picks it's, up like two stories huge. of the place. It's two huge. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's huge. So and they have the, it there. It's really cool. The introduction of it actually. So the introduction of the multiplane camera allowed for animation to be added to films and media 
uh, moving water, stars twinkling, that kind of thing that hadn't been done on film until Walt Disney Studios started using the multi-plane camera. Perfect. Not, not only that, if you want to see one that's similar to it uh, right now, I think up until September 1st, they have it at the Lincoln uh, Auditorium yeah. at Disneyland, yeah. where the window of the Disneyland map is usually at. They have a recreation of kind of like Walt's office and a, like a hybrid of the studio, and you can see a miniature version of the multiplane camera. So there are three original multiplane cameras um, that that are still around that have survived, you know, the test of time. One is at the Walt Disney Animation Studios in Burbank. Mm-hmm. One is in the Art of Disney animation attraction in Disneyland Paris. And then the third is at the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Francisco, like you guys said. It's really cool. And that's like, it's it's crazy. So did you know someone who worked for Disney, then left Disney, created their own multiplane camera? Was it UB? It was UB. Yeah. UB Iwerks. UB, yeah. Who, who originally actually was the first one to actually draw Mickey Mouse. So, I mean, let's let's, let's be honest. But yeah. so give the man some respect. He actually was the first There's one. Some to, respect on his name. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to tell you. So, Leslie Iwerks is his granddaughter, right? Or it's not Daughter. Daughter, okay. Dude. Yeah. No, Leslie Iwerks is his granddaughter. This is his granddaughter. Okay, yeah. When we went to D23, she was really, really cool. I mean, her. she did that Mar- the, the Marty Sklar. She – very engaging, very engaging with the audience. And she's fantastic. She's awesome. Yeah, she's awesome. They have some good people right now. You know, we're going to be watching the Imagineering story, right, Lewis? Yeah, August 13th, we'll be watching it. Uh, we met Leslie Iwerks at the Walt Disney Museum while I was out there. Oh, right on. That's right. You said that. Yeah. Cole yeah. met her at freaking in downtown Disney. She makes herself very available. She yeah. was signing books and stuff. It was, it was funny because when we went to, um, when we went to that, when we did the Marty Scar thing, I think Nicole has told the story before. We were we were in there, and they asked that people, you know, Leslie said, "Anyone, any have any any comment, any questions?" And Cole, she throws out like this, not not a comment. I mean, not not a question, but like this awesome comment, thanking all of them, telling them everything. And it was, and I think the her daughter, uh, his daughter or his granddaughters saw Nicole when they walked out and said, Oh my God, that was beautiful. And like, there's like the most generous loving family. They're, they're, they're awesome people. When we saw her, I'll explain who I was with after, because we're going to go down the rabbit hole right now. Right. But when we were with, when we saw her, most of us that are there are almost a hundred percent sure that with her was Diane Disney's daughter. Obviously, we don't know Diane Disney's daughter's last name. I'm sure we could have researched it, but at the moment, we couldn't figure it out. But a side-by-side comparison of Diane Disney and the lady that was with her, identical. And which, I mean, till this day, still, like, not creeps me out, but, like, gives me, like, a positive vibe. Like, that's, what do they call it? The six points of contact? Like, there's a, like, she's only third generation of a Disney, so it's, like, you're right. not far from what Walt was. I mean, there's not a lot of, well, that's my great, great grandfather. I know like, that's just my grandfather. Yeah. That's, it, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Well, cool. That's awesome. We appreciate that. Um, Sam, thank you. Uh, anyone else have anything else they want to add for anything for tonight? Tim, welcome back, buddy. I'm glad to, I will get I'm you back. Here, you, can, you can bring a story next time and we'll talk about that. And, but um, I, I'm glad to have you back, buddy. And, 
that's been a shitty part of the part of us both having the same job basically and having like the same exact schedule. Now we don't. So it's nice that we can, we can make this work. Cause yeah, like I said, you helped us start the show. So I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Well, I will be here more often. So there you go. Um, Louie, anything? No, August 13th, be prepared for, um, we're watching the first episode of the Imagineering story for our lamplighters. We'll be taught a deep dive in that. Um, that's Sunday, for- right? That's this coming Sunday, yep. The day and after then, Lou and Sam's what, birthday. Dude, this is a, such a busy birthday week. Joey's birthday's tomorrow. Yeah, so. And then Lewis yeah. and I are Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. So so what time are you guys doing that on? on, on uh, Sunday. Sunday. On Sunday, I think we scheduled six. So it's not too early on the West Coast, but right. it's not super late on the East Coast. For Jen. Uh, the show itself is about an hour long, so it gives yeah. us about an hour and a half to, like, Really, I'm sure there'll be a lot of pause moments and talking moments, and then not only that, with like, me there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And on imaginary story, I mean, yeah. You watch episode one. Or, uh, what was it? The Hulk. So. Oh yeah. And then uh, Monday, I mean, I'll drop a little tidbit. We have uh, trackless rides as one of our topics for undisputed. <laughs> I love undisputed. It's so <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, speaking of all of our shows, really quick, Knights of the Republic is back. Marvel Tribe with Louie and Sam. You guys are crushing it. Thank you so much. Um, we have Extra Magic Hour. We have Coffee with Cole. We have plans for that show that Louis and Nicole are working on, which I think will be a fun feature for. And you, um, you, we want to work on that C show too. So we got, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all good. But yeah, we're going to wrap it up. And um, Sam, you have anything you'd like to add before we go? No. Tim, you good? <laughs> I'm good. Let's bring this thing home. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you in two weeks. Until then, have a magical day. Good night. Good night, everybody. Deuces.